0: Welcome to Widowed Too Soon. This is Michelle Vader. I am sitting here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. Mark, how are you doing today?
1: I am great, Michelle. What's happening?
0: Oh, so much. Since we last recorded, we have had
1: Christmas,
0: Christmas. <laughs> jinx, <laughs> Christmas, and New Year's, New Year's Eve, all that stuff. And I went to LA, not your LA, <laughs> Louisiana. The, the L.A. of L.A.s,
1: <laughs> the the popular one. The popular. You went to one. the popular L.A. I
0: did to visit my boyfriend Joel. It was amazing. It was That's amazing. Awesome. We're actually going to get more into that in a few minutes. But tell me, how were how was Christmas for you? Did you find the second year easier as far as grief and like how was it? Yeah.
1: LA? Well, so last year Christmas came only four months after oh, I yeah. had lost Lacey, so it was still very fresh. We had her service in September. Um, so honestly last Christmas, I like, I couldn't even get into it. Um, mm-hmm. which is weird for me. I love Christmas this year. I had the magic back. It was great. We went and Yay. looked at Christmas lights. Um, I watched my favorite Christmas movie, national lampoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it was just good. It was a lot of that, you know, magic Christ has been born mm-hmm. all the, I had, um, so I got a new car, and I know Yay. I've said that, but yeah. uh, it comes with uh, like four months of Sirius XM radio. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And so I was just all tuned into the Christmas channels all like all month. Um, just yeah, it was great. It was really cool. My kids had a great Christmas. I spent it with my brother. Um, it was awesome. It was really cool. How about you?
0: It's good. You know, a tradition we started last year. um, So we've always done cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. And last Mm -hmm. year I started the tradition of um, let's go around the table and say a favorite memory of your dad. Oh, that's cool. So they did it again this year. So that was cool. Like it's kind of, you know, becoming a tradition now. That's Um, awesome.
1: I'm still stuck on cinnamon rolls because I've been craving a good cinnamon roll for like six months
0: it's from Cinnabon, you know, Cinnabon, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't me, say that Cinnabon. I necessarily like, know what their cinnamon rolls taste like.
0: Like at the mall Cinnabon? No, I know. I know what it is, okay.
1: but, um, go get yeah, one. I've just been craving like a oh,
0: really so good, good cinnamon oh. roll,
1: just like covered with icing. And oh, it's the super best gooey. And
0: <laughs> so go to Cinnabon. Your kids will love them too. Really? So good. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, they're really expensive. Like it was like twenty one dollars for six, but oh, uh, they're huge. Bad. Like your kids could split one. Like they're the giant ones. Yeah. Um. But they're so so good. Or it's like fifteen dollars for a four pack or something like that. So No,
1: that's a that's fine. That's a good.
0: You price. should do it. Um. So we get them every year. Like I get them at the mall a few days before Christmas and freeze them, and then heat them back up. So I forgot you're supposed to take them out and let them unthaw So mm. they were a little like cold and hot at the same time. So next year I got to remember because <laughs> I didn't take them out the night before, but. It was good. Like I didn't, I didn't have grief. on um, Christmas Eve, we went to church, did stuff with my family, just the stuff we normally do. And, um, you know, I got a lot from the kids, like, it doesn't feel like Christmas doesn't feel And I think it's because we're in a new house. So mm-hmm. they never mm-hmm. experienced Christmas here. Um, so that was different for them, but I, I just tried to talk about new traditions and, you know, the traditions we used to do, they've outgrown anyways. They were like, well, we used to do this. And I'm like, you don't want to go to Santa land anymore. Like you guys are like mm. 13, 15, and 17. So we wouldn't go there anyways. <laughs> like right. Some of the traditions are gone anyways, because they're older. And they just were realizing the magic of Christmas gets a little less as you get older. Like, no, you
2: know, it doesn't. Okay.
1: Well, <laughs> no you would argue with that, but
0: that all night thinking Santa's coming, you know? Oh, right. Right. All of, yeah. that, all of that stuff. So,
1: well, yeah, I guess it just changes. And so there's probably a phase in there from when you're too old for Santa. I don't want yeah. my kids to hear me. So I'm trying to talk. Oh, about yeah, a yeah, bit. yeah, for sure. Um, but when you're too old for Santa and you don't have kids. To splurge right. on yeah. or whatever. So there's that phase for sure. Um, you know, it's something interesting we did. So I bought, and I know you did too, but um, I decided to get new stockings this yeah. year, like embroidered and yeah, you know, like too. nice stockings, because uh like my brother's name is Rodney. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would put rod on this stocking. And so I pulled down the stocking from the attic and it said odd, like the R <laughs> had fallen off. And I'm like, all right, vinyl stickers aren't going to cut it anymore. So I did get new stockings, but it was interesting. So um, I can't remember. I think I talked to you about this, but um, I didn't know what to do. It was so weird that I filled up my brother's stocking. He's my older brother, but whatever we, you know, we're cool like that. Um, I, you know, and I filled up my kids stocking with all kinds of stuff. And then I was like, oh, this is weird. Like I have a stocking and nobody's putting anything in it. Right. I don't know what to do. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to do here. Like, and so I just bought some candy that I like and put it in <laughs> my perfect. stocking. And I was like, this is so weird. And I even mm-hmm. asked my daughter, I'm all, Hey, and so I didn't want to make her feel bad, but I was like, Hey, I have an idea. And we were like in, uh, we were in like big lots, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We were just, we were killing time. So we went to a store and I was like, Hey, I have an idea. What if I give you guys like $20 and you guys buy stuff for daddy's stocking? And she's all, no, I don't really feel like doing that. And I'm all, Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> she doesn't think like, that Santa does
1: it? Um. Well, it's like, okay, so she's old enough. I think she knows, okay. but she just kind of still wants it, to yeah. keep, it alive, keep it alive, you know? Yeah, my kids do, um, yeah. So like, she didn't have any gifts that said like from Santa because I actually read something interesting. They said, make sure whatever gifts you give your kids that say Santa on it, make sure it's not something like, you know, a PlayStation or something because when they mm-hmm. go to school, and if the kids are like, what did Santa get you for Christmas? They're like, he got me a PlayStation. And then some kid who's less fortunate is like, oh, really? Like I got new pajamas. Like, was wow, I a bad kid? I never kid? thought of that. I, and I didn't thought. either. And I was like, wow, yeah. oh, that's really oh. So I was just like, you know what? Like I, Christmas is, I'm never going to promote Santa because to me, I want Christmas to be about Jesus right. in my house.
0: Right.
1: So, but you know, it's fun to, yeah. you know, and I'm like, you know, just so you kids know, Santa really likes tacos like he doesn't want cookies this year I heard he likes tacos <laughs> that's
0: hilarious so
1: anyways it was just a weird experience it was um it wasn't like any kind of grief moment or anything right. but it was just weird I didn't know what to do I'm like do I put stuff in my own stocking like right. this is weird and then when we all open it do I like act surprised that I have like oh yeah Pez and Starburst and like <laughs> <laughs> my I, stocking.
0: Yeah, I always wrap presents for myself, but I did that when Luke was sick too. But my mom fills my stocking. She's done it for years because that's right. I was sick, but I do like I bought myself an Apple Watch I bought it, and I just wrapped <laughs> nice. it, and put it under the tree, and forgot about it. And yeah, so I, I'm sure we're not the only uh, widows that do that kind of right. thing, right? Yeah, and well, I'm sure some
1: if... other people experience that. Oh yeah, this Christmas. So what
0: did you do last year then? Because you were just I didn't even this
1: I didn't even pull down the stockings from the attic. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I was, that hard. I was having a really hard time. Yeah. I mean, I, I got up the Christmas lights um, and instead of like buying a Christmas tree, I just went and bought a fake one, but mm-hmm. actually I'm really stoked on that. Cause yeah, I easy. got a really nice one for like, it was marked wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I got like a $400 tree. It was like the, you know, all the bells and whistles, cream yeah. of the crop tree, but it was sitting in front of a display that said like $129. And I was like, Oh, well I can do nice. that. And yeah. I brought it up there and the manager was like, well, you're right. I mean, that's what it said. Like it was mislabeled. It wasn't like in the wrong spot.
0: Yeah. And so he's nice. all, well, I got
1: to honor that price. And I'm like, yep. Sounds about right to me.
0: <laughs> so mm-hmm. anyways,
1: um, I now am a lover of fake trees. It was always yeah. something through our whole marriage so I'm like, no way I want the smell. <laughs> I want the, yeah. the experience and I want to, you know, struggle with my dogs drinking the water every year yeah (laughs) all the pine needles anyways Mm -hmm. so no last year I um I did the best I could but I was really in a just dark place you know it was really hard I know a lot of people relate to that and probably experience that this Christmas so yeah yeah anyways Mm -hmm. how about uh was it is that well you said your mom does it so I was gonna say is it harder for you the first year but
0: no, and you know this Christmas, yeah. I, of course, I thought about Luke, and we talked about him, but it was easier. It definitely, you know, you and I used to talk about like some people say the second year is harder. We're like, I hope not, but I think mm-hmm. we're both finding it's not for us. No, no way. It's a personal journey, but for us, it's not, which is amazing. Yeah, and it just seems like um, my grief now is a lot more for my kids. The things that they're mm-hmm. missing out on, and not having Luke here to help with just yep. everything. Yeah, and. And I don't know if that's partly because now I'm in a new relationship. And so I don't miss that part as much. Cause I'm with some, I don't know, but I've it's like, you're kind of
1: taken care of now. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: And I, I feel I've actually, I talked to Haley about this the other day. Like, I feel like it's harder, like hardest on Luke's parents and then them mm-hmm. cause they never get another son and they will never get another dad. Right.
1: I yeah. will
0: have another spouse. So um I don't know. And it's like, I almost felt guilty about that, but that's the way that it is. But in the beginning, I think it was the hardest on me. I mean, it's hard on everybody, but you know, you got to figure out the finances and the, this and that like everything changes in your whole world. And- you know, though, you
1: can't, you can't feel guilt because this isn't what you wanted. And this right. isn't what, it's not like it's something you chose. It's just, this is what happened to you and you're doing the best you can with what you've been given. And mm-hmm. so yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's definitely an aspect of like, this sucks um, for them, but it can't be something you feel like guilty about because you've already carried enough. We all of us have already yeah. carried enough burden to where we don't need yes. to create burden for ourselves.
0: Yes, exactly. Good point. Well, let's dive into our topic today. It's don't just called... change the topic. <laughs> like, what <laughs> else do you want to say about that? Kidding. We could keep no, talking. I just
1: wanted to call you out. All kidding. right. <laughs> okay.
0: So, you know, topic. Sorry. Our, second most popular episode is called dating is not a four letter word. And we know that you guys are interested in hearing more about dating and my relationship. Well, both of our relationship statuses have changed since our last episode. And so we thought we would talk more. And this one we are calling, can you love two people at once? Meaning, can you love your late spouse and somebody else? This is something that is new to me. Um, I am in a re- serious relationship where we do love each other. We are talking about a future together and it is so interesting to me and um you know Joel is my new boyfriend and Luke is my you know, late late spouse and I've been able to talk to Joel about like I can be in the moment with him totally in love with him in this world and then I can have a grief thing happen or I can be looking at pictures of Luke and be totally in love with him at the same time. Mm. And I did not know this was possible. It is something that is hard for anyone to understand. Um, it is rarely talked about. And so I just wanted to spend some time talking about this subject. Like, is it really possible? Can you continue to love your spouse and love a new person in a new relationship at the same time? So, I mean, I guess kind of starting off, like, what are your thoughts on this question? Can you love two people at once your thoughts and experience?
1: I think, first of all, I don't remember where I saw you say it or if you said it to me a long time ago. I don't remember where it came from, but I remember you said it that you conflated it to um, children. And I thought it was a great analogy that it's like, because I do remember that vividly that when um, Lacey was pregnant with Luke, I remember having this weird feeling that I was like, am I really going to be able to love a kid as much Mm -hmm. as I love Alexis? Because that feels hurtful for me to say now, but I didn't know Luke. Right. Right. He wasn't even born yet. And so I remember just thinking like, Oh my gosh, like, can I really love someone the same way? And I remember you saying that and you're all, and then what happened when that child was born? And then especially as you grow and develop a relationship with this little beautiful baby, you know, all of a sudden it was like, Oh yeah, no, there's space Mm -hmm. in my heart to love more than one. So in my experience, yes, you can love two people at the same time. Um, but you know, I don't know, I don't know if I may have jumped into dating too soon, or if it's just that there's so much going on in my life right now. Um, because you know, this girl is, is, was so sweet to me about being patient with me and <laughs> understanding everything I've been through. And, um, but there's so much going on in my life right now with, um, I am moving, I'm moving Mm -hmm. out of state, um, that also like, I was just having a lot of, um, guilt that first of all, I had guilt that I was dating someone. I really struggled with that. Right. Um, I had guilt that towards Lacey that I was dating someone else, which Mm -hmm. is weird, but that was just my reality. And, um, it, it was hard for me to I've learned it was very hard for me to pour in, um, to a new relationship and to fully like give myself to that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for me, yes, I have, I have learned enough to know that you absolutely can love someone new and love your Mm -hmm. spouse. Um, I know that to be true. Um, but you know, I don't know if it's just a matter of, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, or I just have too much on my mind right now. But I I started also feeling guilt towards her that I couldn't give her
2: Mm.
1: all that I am. I couldn't give her who I was to Lacey, you know? And I mean, of course that takes time to be that kind of, you know, be in that kind of relationship. But like, um, I, I started feeling like, gosh, I'm like taking her on this, Roller coaster of my emotions, and um you know, but i i I wanted it, I wanted to feel joy again, I wanted to feel happy again, I wanted to feel complete. I wanted my children to have a mother. Um, I wanted to have love again,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so i I got to the point where I know I love her um, it's j- enough to know that you can love two people, right. Um, but it's just not the right time in my life. And right. I need um I need it personally, like I need a fresh start in my life. Right. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, but one of them that, that like you and I have talked about before, um, is that Lacey's cancer was huge in the area where I live. It was we were in the newspaper um, mm, because of like the right. parade and people who know people who know people were praying for us, people I didn't even know bringing in. I mean, it was just a big thing in the community. Right. And so there's just this, I feel like, and it's probably made up in my head, but sometimes it's come to fruition, but there's like this stigma that just follows me around of like, I'm that guy who lost his wife. And it's all sweet, really caring people. Um, but there's a certain... There's a certain feeling you get where everywhere you go, every time you see somebody, they're like, oh, right, how are yeah. you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I pray for you guys all the time. And it's nothing against them. It's just how right. it makes me feel. Like I just want to feel normal yes, and exactly. I don't feel normal. And so there's been this huge feeling that um, I want a big change. And I did what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to make any big changes in the first year. I waited. Then I started praying about it. Now I feel good about it. So um, anyways, I know that's off topic, but it was just something else that was, I think the timing was just right. wrong, but I did get to experience that. Yes, you can absolutely love one person and still love your spouse. And mm-hmm. that should be okay
0: it
1: is. with whomever it is that you, you know, you and the audience decide to start dating. They need to understand that you still love your spouse. So right. anyways, how about you? What tell me about your experience with this?
0: Yeah, I mean, because it's it's pretty new. It's been a little over a month since we started saying we love each other and just really starting to feel that deep love. And um, it's been a great experience. And, yeah, I have grief a little bit here and there or just these bizarre moments that I'm like, loot's well, gone, and I'm with someone else because mm-hmm. we were, married 17 years, almost a few months short of 17 years. And so it's just like a, like a surreal moment. Like mm. what? <laughs> like
2: yeah. I'm in Lu-
0: Louisiana. I'm like, where am I? How do you here? what's <laughs> happening? Why am I in Louisiana of all the places in the world? I can literally say, I've never said I want to live it or even I want to visit Louisiana. I mean, nice people. They're great, but it's just not one of those like high on your priority list. Well, yeah. Like, I
1: mean, it's <laughs> not like, you know, you could tell anybody in the world you're from California, for example, not just because right. I live here, but you right. could, or New York, you know, right. and they know where it is. But Louisiana is not one of those states. I mean,
0: right. It's just think not They're
1: famous for uh, uh, Southern cooking and alligators. And no,
0: shrimp. like <laughs> no, there's seafood, a lot of things. There's a lot of Cajun, things. Cajun food, um, Eat Cajun
1: food. Yeah, it's honestly, I would love to visit. There. No, they're I think great it's really people. cool, but
0: they're great people. Love you. Louisiana. Wait, is it?
1: <laughs> okay, I'm probably going to get
0: what okay what? wait let's say it is it
1: new orleans
0: yeah that's louisiana yes yes okay. that is something there I, I was born. so
1: hesitant because i was like i don't want to be wrong about this <laughs> no that is yeah, a and big then there's Baton Rouge and no, yeah I mean, there is a lot about cities. louisiana actually
0: but i went um, to a little tiny town called Ruston, louisiana
1: but that is not where i went
0: <laughs> they don't even have a bowling alley but you know they have a movie theater and it's super cute. It's a college town too. And it's just this cute little town. I mean, I got to throw axes there. They even at least have an axe throwing place, nice. but no bowling. But, you know,
1: well,
0: and it's you called something. the Bayou. That was the name of the place. Oh, where nice. The axes. Yeah, it was pretty fun.
1: Yeah. So, now all these other places in Louisiana are coming to my mind. So sorry right. if you're from Louisiana. <laughs> We're not trying to knock where you live. <laughs> you
0: check how many people from Louisiana. Probably just Joel. Uh, listen to this podcast. Probably not a lot. <laughs> Anyways, um, so just to kind of like give everybody a little refresher in the case they want to know about my relationship, like, yeah, how yeah still... happened. you know, because people ask me all the time because I have 12,300 followers on wow. TikTok. I don't know what. <laughs> and people ask me all the time, like, how I met him and, like, do I know any more, like, single people? And, like, they just start. <laughs> curious hey hey curious about does joel this. have any friends <laughs> literally they say does he have any brothers or friends all the time so anyways okay so i can't
1: accommodate all 12,000 of you <laughs> <laughs> but
0: i can help a few of you out at a time so anyways okay long story short i'm going to give you a short version so we can talk about this subject but um joel and i met and this is super cool so we met in longview texas and LaTerno University it's a huge engineering and aviation school. Why was I there? Well, good question. My brother went there first so my grandpa originally wanted to go there, didn't go there. My dad wanted to go there, didn't go there. So my brother ended up going there for engineering. And my I was at a Bible college actually in San Dimas, California, my freshman year. And they added elementary education as a major at Letourneau and soccer. And I got to go Mm. play soccer, collegiate soccer, which was amazing experience. Oh, cool. So that's how I ended up. Collegiate? Collegiate, you know, college soccer, collegiate. Oh, I never heard that. Collegiate.
1: I just totally dropped in my education
0: level. (laughs) Well, you know, collegiate. Like
1: I don't don't go for all that fancy book learning. (laughs)
0: Like you probably could have done like collegiate skateboarding. If there was uh, such a thing, maybe
1: I don't think there's such a thing. But okay, I, well you I could because I know you're. I understand a the word, it just didn't connect. Okay, yeah.
0: anyway,
1: <laughs> I'm a skater dude.
0: Skater dude, someday on one of our um, what are these zooms? Like on our YouTube, you need to show the people how you I'll do a kickflip in the background. Yeah, or you can also do one that I could put on TikTok. That'd be pretty, pretty rad. That'd be pretty. <laughs>
1: pretty <rad. laughs> that's such a pretty move. <laughs> so I was trying to say,
0: I was thinking of the I word that you say, and then I was like, "Rad." That's the one you say.
1: Okay. Gnarly. Anyways,
0: gnarly. That's it. Okay. Long story short. So Anyways, sorry. Okay. But side note, when I was visiting, um, I flew into Dallas and he picked me up in his plane and nice. flew me to Longview, Texas. And we went well, first of all, I was like, "Please be cheesy with me." I bought you a Christmas present, and we had matching sweatshirts, and it was like really hot. And i was like, "Just for me, we put on the these pic- so we can take pictures and do videos." And I'm like, nice. was "You're with a TikTok star, so you got it." You know, he was <laughs> such a good sport. And we carried a tripod in his truck everywhere we went. And I'm like, can we please take pictures here? We, we just do videos." He was so good about it. That's but cool. Walking around Laterno was like one of the most fun things because I haven't been there since I graduated. And just like being with him, I just was like, I can't believe we're here. And he's like, I can't believe I'm like with hot Michelle from college. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, too bad you didn't hit on me then. But you know, whatever. You were too shy. Um, but well, anyways, we've all gone
1: down the path that we've that has been laid out for us.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and I maybe you guys weren't
1: ready to be in love back then.
0: Right. And we both had our own lives and our own kids and like all the mm-hmm. stuff. So, anyways um so in college they had this thing there's like a loop around campus and if you walk the loop together you're official so so he was like we have to walk the loop so we're official (laughs) so we walked (laughs) around like the whole campus and um, it was just like this nostalgic thing. And it's funny thing. Cause there was like more dorms and I'm like, where's my dorm? And like, I went like to all of them, like, this was it, this is, it. and I finally figured it out. I'm like, this is it. And then I went to every window. This was my, and we had pictures of me, like almost every window. That's it. And then that night I saw my friend, Jesse, who stayed in my room a lot. And she was like, no, it was that one. Like she knew which one it was, but anyways, side note, it was just super fun walking around campus with someone I would never like have imagined, like, and here we are but long story short. So over the summer, I think it was like June when I connected with him on Facebook, it was like suggested friend. And I wasn't even sure who it was, but I was like, oh, I'll check him out, you know, whatever. So we became friends and just started chatting, did a few FaceTimes. And it was like very just friends for a long time. Um, and then it just kind of, you know, we started talking more and FaceTiming more and I really liked him and told him one day (laughs) and then he was like, yeah, I like you too. And let's just talk, just like, let's not date anybody else. Let's talk. Let's see what happens long distance. And um, yeah. And then he came to visit me over Thanksgiving and my kids really like everybody got along and then I just went to see him. And so things are going really well. Um, You know, one of the things that's really important to me as I entered a new relationship is I wanted somebody who could do all these activities and could You know, all the stuff. And when I was there, we went running, biking, tennis, axe throwing on walks, like everything was just like something. It wasn't Luke's fault that he couldn't do those things, but he couldn't. So this time it was very important to me that I date somebody who can have adventures with me
1: yeah it was active or whatever it was
0: very active and um so it was just an amazing experience like the first time like when he was here we had so much planned that we didn't get a lot of like downtime so when we was there we planned a lot of like we didn't plan a lot so that we could just have that quality time talk about our future make plans like how are we going to make this work you know with long distance and blending families and like all of this stuff and so um And what I found in this time period is yes, like I am loving him, but I'm still loving Luke. And like I'll ask him sometimes, is it weird for you? Okay. So, for example, here's another little, it was like a grief moment. I woke up, um, I was, you know, still in Louisiana. I woke up, looked at my phone, and it was like, it's Luke's birthday, which I knew. Um, But that was like, I had cried, had a little grief moment. I didn't feel like guilt, like, I'm with someone else, but it's Luke's birthday. It was just like this moment of looking at pictures and it's his birthday. And I made this post and then I showed it to Joel and he read it and was like, that's beautiful. I go, how does that make you feel? Like, is it weird for you that I'm talking about? And she's like, no, like that's part of who you are Mm -hmm. and who your kids are. So it's not, he's like, I'm used to in the very beginning. It was a little strange for if you'd see a picture of like Luke with his arms around me or like whatever, you know, like, and I'm still, it's not like It's like something I still post. Like it's current, you know, like it's currently how I feel. Like I still love this man, but he said, no, I, you know, I'm like, I'm used to it. And this is part of who you are. And so it's really important widows and widowers, as you look to dating again, that you have to find someone who is secure in themselves, that they're not going to be jealous of you posting about your, you know, um, your late spouse visiting the grave, whatever you're going to do pictures up in the house. Like you have to make sure they're okay with it. If they're not, that is a red flag. That is a deal breaker.
1: Deal breaker.
0: Deal breaker. If they cannot be okay with your late spouse. And so it's been this really amazing, beautiful process and feeling joy. Like I have not felt in years and Mm. just like, that's the biggest thing that I love. And it's not like it takes a man to have joy, but God is using. Yes, it
1: does. (laughs)
0: I'm just kidding <laughs> yes I i'm just know. teasing i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay but like you know um i just feel this joy so i actually just did a video about this today on tiktok about um no this wasn't the video i made a post about it recently about how god told me at a grief retreat two months after luke died like he showed me a vision of myself as like a young girl running across this field and he said i'm going to bring your joy back And I can feel it in my friends who know me well. And even those who don't like can tell, like everyone in these pictures are like, you look so happy. I don't know if you've seen some of them, but it's Mm -hmm. like total joy. Like I posted like the most joyful pictures out the other day. And like, I can't put into words how I feel, but these pictures show you how I feel right now to have this complete, it's like a weight lifted off, like of just this years and years and years of sadness and sorrow and mm-hmm. death and sickness for it to be gone. And I don't have to feel guilty because Luke is even in a better place than me. Like he's felt mm-hmm. more joy than me. And so when I, when I think about that, I don't feel guilty that, Oh, you know, Luke's not here. I'm with someone else. No Luke's in a better place than me. Lacey's in a better place than <sighs> you. Like, I think that's that might help some people with feeling their guilt. You don't need to feel guilt. Like, they are in a better place.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I struggled with it because I would wake up like actually, uh, I visited Tennessee and when I was there, I had the dream. So, you know, we have dreams of our spouse.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, most of my dreams have been more like nightmares of like reliving, Mm, reliving the cancer and that whole time. Um, but every now and then, I mean, I say that every now and then it's happened like two or three times, but this last one I had, I had a dream where Lacey wasn't gone. She had went away somewhere and mm-hmm. came back in my dream. So it was like, I knew she was gone, but she came back and was like, I can't believe you're with somebody. And I was like, I thought you were gone. Like I didn't know where you were. Oh, and, yeah. And it was, um, so I spent the rest of my dream trying to get her back. And it had just gotten to a point where, um, she was looking at me in the same way we were smiling, you know, giving each other that husband and wife loving smile. And it was like, I knew I had won her back. Then I woke up and I had to remember again that she Mm, was
0: gone. That's so hard. Those are the
1: worst dreams. And that that stuck with me for like a week. Um, but yet, you know, the other kinds of dreams I wake up from and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, thank you, God, that we're not yes. like living yep. that hell anymore. So um, I, I do understand the guilt because I've lived it very much myself. But some days I feel great. Other days I feel like just a piece of garbage for even being with somebody that.
2: Mm.
1: So I, I wanted to ask you unrelated to that. Um, so with Lacey and I, our marriage was complete. We were, everything was complete in our marriage. We absolutely adored each other in every way. And I'm not saying you and Luke didn't, but the physical aspect of it. Um, so, I guess what I'm getting at here is in my next spouse, there's nothing um, that I would particularly be looking for that's different. Whereas you are looking for mm. obviously somebody that's more physically, and that's not Luke's fault. And I'm not saying anything, right. of course, so I hope it doesn't sound that way, but no, it doesn't. that's just the reality is that he, you know, most of your marriage was him being sick. Right. So do you wrestle with any kind of guilt for looking for someone different, even though it's in a physical way?
2: No.
0: Um,
1: you know what I mean? Does, does that make sense? Like, cause I've, I've kind of wondered that is like, do you, do you struggle with the fact that you're looking for something different?
0: no because it's not it wasn't something he could help like right
1: yeah but no, do I sense.
0: do I want someone who has cancer and is sick no
1: no it's of course not. not of course you know, not that like
0: but I'm, I'm not guessing like, can you clarify like a little bit what you mean? yeah
1: I guess I just mean like generally speaking you said that you were looking and I I guess I just I don't know exactly how to formulate it but I just wondered that when you said it, if like, because you're like, I don't want, um, and of course it wouldn't be cancer. And I know it's kind of a weird, uh, a weird comparison because he was unable to. So I guess, I guess it would have been a better question for somebody whose husband just didn't like hiking or didn't Mm. like things like that. And so I just wondered when you said it, like, oh, I wonder if, you know, because I have felt guilt for many reasons. Um, but Lacey was only sick for the last, you know, Mm -hmm. year, a little over a year of our marriage. Um, and so while you had this 17 years of fighting with cancer, um, and so obviously I know you wouldn't hope, you know, to be with someone with cancer, but just, it just made me curious if, you know, if it got brought you any like grief about looking for somebody that could do something that Luke couldn't. And I guess that's kind of a w- weird way to say it, but I, maybe you understand a little more what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess it would be more like a better question for somebody whose husband didn't, like I said, didn't enjoy yeah. the things that you enjoyed, but for him, it was more like he couldn't do it. So I guess it's kind well, of a dumb question, but it just kind of popped in my mind. No, as it's speaking. not dumb.
0: But I think that I never wrestled with that because also, and I know I've told you this before, <clears throat> also at the same brief retreat, I felt like God said, I'm going to redeem and restore everything you ever lost in your marriage, you Mm. know, and I lost those years of being even able to do double dates or even able, you know, to Mm. go on walks or like, so I feel, I don't feel guilty. I feel like God has blessed me with another chance. Mm. And I guess a
1: better word than, than guilt would have been grief. Um, just to yeah. clarify that also, as did it make you feel grief that you were, it was just kind of a, not a well thought out question. I just thought of it like, as you were talking, so I didn't know exactly how to formulate it, but, um, yeah, it was just something that crossed my mind as I was like, Oh, I wonder if that like brought her grief to Yeah,
0: not really, you no, know, actually like, not at all.
1: That's good. That's good. And no, nor should it, but, um, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of an interesting thought because for me, I've kind of struggled on the, the opposite side of it is that. I mean, I would love to find and I know it's not real. I would love to find someone that's exactly like Lacey, right.
2: um,
1: you know, in, in every way. And um, so it's just, I guess it was just something that just crossed my mind. Cause I know you guys had, you know, struggled with that, that like he couldn't physically do stuff. And, you know, that's, this breaks my heart to remember, you know, some of the stories you've told in some of these episodes. Um, and so anyways, it just made me think of that is that you're, we're kind of in a different boat that way. And I like to do that whenever we get the chance yeah. is to like contrast right. uh, the differences that we, you know, with again, like Lacey's cancer being diagnosed out of nowhere right. and going downhill real fast. And then yours being a very prolonged,
0: yeah,
1: um, you know, always part of your marriage, always um, yeah. kind of thing. And so it just made me wonder that. Anyway, sorry if that came across wrong. No, it didn't, uh, not at all. Insensitive or whatever.
0: Nope, it, it's good. And I just, I feel like, You don't want to look for your spouse exactly, but there's nothing wrong with like, I want a person with this characteristic.
2: Mm, No, mm -hmm. I think
0: it's the same. And I mean, it, it sounds maybe sounds dumb, but I did this. Like I wrote a list like four or five months after Luke died, just like I did when I was a teenager, Mm -hmm. what I was looking for of the qualities, not the specific person to Mm -hmm. be. And literally Joel is everything down That's to awesome. down to the accent <laughs> like, <laughs> all of it and um so i think i you know like having a list but still having room because i did listen to a sermon called tear up the list like mm. god might give you something different but i i don't think there's anything wrong with having characteristics and knowing you may not get everything on the list does he play guitar i don't think he plays guitar well he used to be in a band so maybe he does i don't know that was on my list like Oh, so maybe not every little thing like being a singer and stuff, but just know you can make a list doesn't mean you're going to get everything, but I don't think there's anything wrong with like, I liked this quality from my spouse. I'd really like this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there are things that were difficult, it's like you get another chance to have love again. And, you know, you know, it's also different. We talked about this a lot. So we actually got to meet with, he has a mentor he meets with, and we got to meet with his mentor and his mentor's wife. And it was really awesome. And um, we were telling them about how dating in your 40s is so different (laughs) than your 20s, but you have a more realistic expectation of marriage that it's not like, oh, we're going to get married every day is going to be sunshine and roses and like the way that I was at 24 when I got married thinking it was going to be awesome every day. I mean, and yes, there were a lot of great memories, but you live, you live with anybody. There's going to be,
1: <laughs> well, it's work. You it's have work. to it's work, a relationship, so it's you not- know? yeah. And yeah. so,
0: you know, something that's definitely different is you're coming in with you've already had marriage. Um, you're coming in usually with kids, both of you, you're mm-hmm. coming in with baggage, possibly, you know, if they are someone that's divorced, especially um, there's going well, and, all of us have our own baggage, no matter what. Right. And we have baggage from watching our spouses die. Like, you know, there's, there's baggage. And so it's like, it's much different, but it's much more serious. You mm-hmm. know Um, it's actually um this book that Joel and I are reading that I've read before called relationship goals um, by pastor Michael Todd. I'll put a link in the description. He talks about intentional dating and mm-hmm. like, really like, I feel like that's kind of you know, like I've been talking to my kids a lot, you know, I'm trying to like be very real with them about how serious this is, which my boys are still having a little bit of a problem with it. Not a problem. They're just thinking about what the future could look like and how would that affect them and stuff like that.
1: You know, they're probably more so trying to get used to it. Yeah. Um, It's gotta be weird.
0: It is. And I've told them that I go, I don't get it. Like I have never lost a parent, but I can imagine what you're feeling. It's really weird for you that I'm talking about some other guy and like, there is a future, a possibility, of, you know, our future is blending together and, you know, but like, cause one of them kind of likes to deny that it's happening. I'm like, he's like, he's not your boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, he is. Well, it's not going to work, you know? Um, and, and then my youngest one said, um, you know, you don't know that. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm with him. He's like, well, you don't know the future. He, he could turn on you guys do that. You know, it's more like of a protective thing. Fear, like yeah. Wanting to protect me from, you know, what could happen and maybe even their own hearts, you know, getting mm-hmm. attached to somebody that could yeah. leave. So, um, that's been a, or die. Exactly. Like, you know, they,
1: they have their own battle that they're going through or whatever. Right. You know? And I
0: even, I had some grief today. I had some, you know, issues like behavior issues that I wish Luke was here for. And I even had this. So I had a lot of grief today about that because it was like, man, I wish he was here to help with this. And then I was like, this is why. And then I was just thinking about Joel and like the possibility of getting hurt. Like either something goes wrong in the relationship or he dies and then I'm hurt again. So I understand why some widows never want to. Right. Date again. And that's okay. If that's you, that is 100% Okay. But for me personally, I still go by, it's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. And I would rather put myself out there, risk being hurt because I mean, it's out there to the world now. Like I'm very mm-hmm. public about this relationship. I'm very public about how I feel about him. And yeah, I could get hurt and it would be publicly,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but
0: I'm just trusting the process every day. I don't believe that I'm going to get I've hurt. I've been
1: afraid of that, to be honest. Yeah, I've, I've been partially afraid of that, of like, you know, um, because I'm a, more of a private person, anyways. Either. But I've been afraid of, you know, and I, I'm just realizing this right now. But like subconsciously, I've been afraid of, like, I think pouring into someone and not working out, you know. Um, because you know it's different at this stage of life because we're not just, it's not just about us, right? You know, you're you're looking for somebody that's going to accept the role as father. Mm-hmm. in addition to being you know obviously you know husband would come first but it's somebody that's going to accept the role as father and so that's why also dating is so much different at this stage of life because you're looking for a parent also mm-hmm. you know you're you're testing them you're not testing them but you're you know feeling out their how they parent and right you know it's part of it it's totally part of it and even if someone you know is a good parent um, it's still just another part of it that you're, so that's why it's, it's sometimes overwhelming for me to, um, think about like the next chapter of life, because you're like, you're accepting that that person is going to raise your children or parent your children and give your children advice and things like that. And so it's kind of like these questions come up of like, well, what point You know, for example, with Joel, like, well, at what point will it go from, you know, him being mom's boyfriend to maybe mom's husband to our dad? You know, like, how do those steps occur, and at what, you know, and I'm sure it's just like growing a relationship, but these are the things that like we never had to think about because we had our children with our spouses, yeah, and now it's like all of a sudden like this whole new dynamic. Oh, it's
0: it's huge, and yeah, kids are thinking about it, um, like. I've had a lot of talks with uh, Peyton about it recently and he's having the kind of struggling more with it. And like, he's like, well, if you guys got married and he lived here, it would be awkward. It would be weird to have another person who would change everything. I'm like, well, it Mm -hmm. might be at first. Well, first of all, you're going to get to know him better before then. Mm -hmm. And second of all, like, you know, it would become normal. Like it's hard to picture it right now because you don't know him that well. You know, so there's a lot when you're dealing with kids. For sure.
1: And I dealt with that as a child. My mom, you know, my dad left when I was young. So I didn't know having a father, but my mom was with this guy in a serious relationship. um, I don't know, maybe when I was like 10, somewhere around that age. Um, And they were together, I would guess, for a couple years. Um, And it was weird because he just came in as this strict dad. Like oh, right. even as boyfriend, he was this very disciplined. Um, We didn't like, him. I mean, he was very mean to us. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was, it was all of a sudden, like everything changed. Like mom wasn't our mom anymore. Mom mm-hmm. was under the control of this man. And so it was like kind of a weird, so, you know, I do get from the child's perspective, what it's like for somebody to come in and change the whole dynamic, um, fortunately, Joel's a really good guy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm sure they will, you know, love him very quickly. Um, But yeah, it, it's just interesting. It's just really, uh, and these are the things people wonder. I mean, these yes. were the things that were going through my mind at first that I was like, I will never, like, how do you start a new life with somebody? You mm-hmm. know, how do you, how do you, how is someone going to love me and love my kids? And, um, you know, anyways, it's, uh, it's, this whole thing is just such a weird it life is. sometimes.
0: Yes. And something that I've been assuring them is that he will never take their dad's place.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: Dang. and kind of where they're at, they're all teenagers. Like Peyton's gonna turn 14 this month. So about four years, we'll all be grown-ups. Like I said, he's gonna be more like another support person in your life, mm. another another, you know, family Good member, point. you know, on your team rooting for you, helping. Right. You you know? And so I've been saying that and that it's not, and then I've also been assuring them, like, this doesn't mean that I love your dad any less. Cause they, they asked some deep questions the other day, like
2: Mm
0: -hmm. new year's Eve. And they were like, Hey, Peyton was like, I just wish I had a time machine. I'm like, for what? And he's like, go back to the good old days with daddy. And I was like, yeah. And then he goes, but you're all, you're all serious with Joel now. I said, yeah. And then Haley was like, well who do you love more (laughs) like well who do you love more i said well i was with your dad 17 years so i mean at this point your dad but there it's totally different like i can't compare it it's not like that they're two different loves but like Mm. would you would you go back if you could and i'm like well yeah i mean it's such a deep conversation yeah of like they've they've really been thinking about this stuff a lot since i've been seeing joel more and um just like deep questions. I'm like, but I don't have that option. So I'd bring it back to, but I don't have that option. Like, of course, like, yeah, Peyton was like, would you have ever got divorced? I'm like, no, like we never even talked about it ever. Like, it was never an option. We've never got divorced. He's like, so you'd still be with him. I'm like, yeah, I would. Like if he was still alive, I would of still course. be married to him, you know? And it was just, it's just a big concept for them to sure. really like grasp but like that i don't love your dad any less he's still super important to me and and joel's good with that and i talk about him to joel and you know so it's yeah this um being in a serious relationship and then having teenagers and it's it's interesting and
1: yeah what um, a different dynamic having teenagers yes yes you know like like your 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 kids understand everything that's going on and i'm still like explaining stuff you know what i mean like I had to explain to my daughter why dating didn't mean we were getting married next week. You know, <laughs> right,
0: right. So,
1: like, they don't have the same concept as your kids do. So that's that's interesting. It's and these are the things I'm talking about. Like, I really like contrasting yes. the differences, even though our our situations are very similar in many right. ways. There's also very many different. ways where it's very different. But it's such a deep and dynamic situation uh, for everybody listening. We have we all have these really complicated. Um, right situations it's just interesting to uh you know it'd be a good person to it'd be good to have stacy back on
0: yeah and ask her some of
1: these questions like Mm, you know because like when you were serious with i think her second husband's name was mark yeah it was and her first was Ryan, i can see it on your face i said brian Brian. that was my guess it's ryan
0: yes ryan there you go ryan Ryan. we got it we got it okay
1: gotcha stacy sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyways so anyways it'd be interesting to ask her like when you were well into your marriage with Mark, if your kids asked you right mm-hmm. now, who would you rather be married to? I mean, that's just such a hard question. Cause oh it's gosh, like yes. I mean, how do you even answer that? Cause it's like, well, I didn't create this situation, you know? I'm just yeah. doing the best I can with the hand I've been telling. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, right now it was easier for me to say, Well, I've been, you know, with Joel a couple of months. I was with your dad right. for 17 years. So of course I loved at this point, love him more because I'm right. with them so long, but they're different. They cannot not But you're compare. still young
1: enough at 29. Right. <laughs> you could be, you could very easily be married to Joel. If you guys get married, you know, I'm not throwing Joel on the spot here or whatever, but like, if you guys get married, you could very easily be married longer than you and Luke were married.
2: That's um, true. and yeah. so it's
1: just interesting to think about this stuff. Cause yeah, I was married. Um, Lacey and I were also together 17 years, mm-hmm. but we were, married for 12. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: so I very easily could be married to somebody longer, you know, but I'm old now at 42. So you know, I better hurry up and get (laughs) married, or I'm you know, not gonna have that opportunity. But (laughs) no, but um it's it's hard for me at this point to ever imagine loving somebody like I loved Lacey, but Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I've heard so many people say that they felt that at one point too. Yeah. And that they were wrong. And I mean. I hope that's the case. I hope that I, you know, am able to love even more than I love mm, Lacey. I mean, it's hard yes. to imagine. Uh, it really is. Cause I just absolutely adored everything about her. She was just amazing. It's hard to imagine, but yeah, of course I want to, I want to love somebody even more than that. Sure. Like, cause then that would mean I have another amazing marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Something that Joel and I talked about a lot about this last week when I was visiting is that When you've been through tragedy, been through hard times, you appreciate joy so much more.
2: Mm. And I'm like
0: a million times more joyful because I've been through death and he's been through his own hard stuff. And so Mm. to be in a place where you're feeling this like joy and love, like Mm. giddy love, like laughing all like 24 seven, like you're just laughing. And like, it's just so amazing, you know, like to be at that place after watching your spouse die. It's just mm-hmm. like such a contrast. And it's like, but I also don't want to, because a couple of people have commented on my TikToks and they're taking this the wrong way. You don't need a man or you don't need a woman to make you joyful. God can heal your heart. Right. And I think it, it is actually healthy. Like I was already joyful before Joel, like I was already healing and doing things. And, you know, I think it's healthy to be at a place where you have already healed and then they just enhance the joy and that you're not relying on that person for your joy. God is the only one who can give you that indescribable joy, indescribable peace. And I want to make sure people know that too cuz I guess a couple of people misinterpreted like what I was saying as like I don't need a man to be joyful and I don't need a man. I'm like no, you don't. You're right. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry if it sounded like that, but they can just like enhance it. So I think being in a healthy place of your healing. I also get the question um, I just answered this on TikTok the other day like how do you know when you're ready to date? And I said, for me, it was like when I was already healed, like I've said this before in the beginning, it was like cloudy days, a little bit of sunshine. And then it turned around to like mostly sunshine, sometime cloudy days. And when I didn't feel guilt for dating, then I knew I was ready. I, you know, in the very beginning, when I started like talking to men and stuff, I felt guilt, but then eventually like I got to a place where I'm not feeling guilt at all. And that I was already having mostly sunny days. Like I wouldn't want to step into a relationship if I was having grief most days. Mm-hmm. I don't think, it, I don't think it's fair to the other person to be in a place where you're having grief most days.
1: Right. And I'd say I I'm also in a place where I'm not feeling grief every day. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't know if it's because I'm like doing all this packing and stuff and going through yeah. stuff that I've been feeling it a lot more, but um yeah, it's just I don't know. it's it is interesting though, because we do. and I know you're right. you weren't you weren't uh, in you know stricken with grief. and we both come to good places yeah. where I feel like you know we're both um, doing pretty well as for right. you know what we've been through and stuff. but um, yeah, it is interesting to to think about like bringing somebody else into this when you're still having grief because like, I did that. and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I still, even though it it's the days are fewer and further between. Right. Um, there were just many things that just, uh, seeing her with my kids sometimes was just, right. it just felt unfair to Lacey and it was mm-hmm. nothing against her. She was being really sweet to them and
2: right they
1: were having a blast. The kids are laughing, having a good time. And I just be kind of sitting there like, Oh man, like, man, I wish Lacey could see this or whatever, you know? And so right. it probably is a little unfair. Um, and that's honestly, one of the things I felt guilty about is that I was probably not ready. Um, Right. I don't know how much longer until I am ready, but right. that's the interesting thing about grief is it's such a different emotion. Everybody mm-hmm. experiences the same feelings with anger. Everybody experiences the same feelings with joy, with whatever the emotion might be. Grief yeah. is completely different for everybody. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. weird. You it know? is it's so.
2: Some personal. people go
1: five years, 10 years, and they still are like, crying like very often or whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah grief is just such a weird emotion it's totally different from and and like I've mentioned in other podcasts there's opposites of every other emotion you know you have anger well you have joy you have sadness you have you know happiness whatever grief there's like no opposite of it it's just you have grief and it's just such a weird some days you're fine some days you're not and it's just (laughs) it's weird road we've been place down. But you know, God put us all here for a reason. Um we all we all are about doing the kingdom work. Right. And if there's something to be done for the kingdom here, then there's, you know, I I personally am uh you know I'm open to that. And right if this road that we've been chosen, like our other episode said, yeah, uh to walk down, if the Lord put us in this situation knowingly, then He's gonna provide. He's gonna provide redemption for us, um, I believe. And, you know, yeah. like if you look at the book of Job, like so yeah. many widows and widowers are very familiar with the book of Job. Yeah. Um, because we do understand the feelings of, you know, maybe not as intense as what Job went through, but we definitely understand the feeling of just having everything ripped away from you. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, having to like start over. And it mm-hmm. sucks. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I yeah. Mean.
0: And about grief, it I can see it in my kids comes out in so many different ways, Mm. you know, like they all experience it differently and they all express themselves differently. So, um, for Christmas, uh, I got Haley a piano Mm. and that's something she's asked for for years. I was able to get a used one for like a hundred dollars. And, um, she's been writing more songs and, you know, one of her songs, um, it's called don't they know. And it's something about how, everyone's life keeps going and her world stopped mm. and it's just this beautiful song so it's just interesting to see how she deals with her emotions and what she's feeling through music and just how that's they awesome. all express it differently yeah and i've loved like she's playing worship songs all the time and i love hearing the music through the house and that's
1: really cool it's been
0: really awesome what a gift
1: to yourself too like i know. knowingly
0: It's like really awesome, but just to see how our kids deal with things and how we deal with them. I deal a lot with, um, I journal a lot and that helps me just get it out. And then I love looking back and just seeing where I've grown and what situations have changed. And that's always been a huge thing for me is journaling to get all these feelings out. And I've been doing that a lot about dating again and like where I'm at with Joel and like, what does this feel like? And what am I feeling? And like, Being very, I think it's really important to be in touch with your feelings and like, you know, um, what we feel we can heal (laughs) and, um, you know, just creating an environment in your home too, for your kids to be able to talk about it because your kids, even though they're young, they're still going to be dealing with this for their whole life. You know, when other people's moms are there or, you know, just things that are going to bring it up. And so creating an environment where they always feel safe. And I know you do this. I know you talk about Lacey a lot with your kids they always feel safe to talk about her and my kids always feel safe to talk about Luke and how they're feeling and you know just um, yeah so it's kind of off the topic of no that's good and I
1: would actually love to I don't know if you posted but I would love to hear that song Haley wrote not necessarily she doesn't have to sing it but like just to read the lyrics would be really cool because I felt that I felt that a lot before where it's like wow like things just keep going for everybody Uh else and there's nothing wrong with that that's life that's the way it is but Mm -hmm. For us, it's like it's not back to normal, you know. It's it's not yesterday's news anymore, you know. And that's kind of how it feels like that it is for other people sometimes. Is that it's yesterday's news and it's like it's not a part of their lives anymore. And it is for us, and it is every single day, every hour of every day. That you know, I was just telling somebody that there's um, it's very difficult for me. Um, no matter how much I've changed my I've painted the whole inside of my house I've painted Mm -hmm. the outside I've rearranged I've put in new curtains I've done a lot to change the feel of my house Um, I can't I was just telling somebody this I can't walk down my hallway to my bedroom without remembering a gurney wheeling out Mm -hmm. the other direction and that's every single time every time or there's there's
2: There's mm-hmm. special
1: places in my house that they're not special places. The next person to buy my house, that's just going to be right. the laundry room. But for me, it's this place where I remember like I would sometimes like grab Lacey and like yank her back. And it was something we'd like laugh about. And I would like close the door. Like we'd let the kids walk in and then I'd grab her and pull her <laughs> back and close Cute. the door so I could give her a kiss. And it was like, you know, the kids are away. Let's, yeah. you know, let's, let's share a moment here. And um now I walk through that laundry room alone. And it's it's just one of those things that it's like no matter what, it's it's still there for you all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, one of the reasons I want like a fresh start is yes. to have new memories yes. created. But um it is I would the point of it is that I would be interested to like read the lyrics that she wrote, and yeah, um because I do feel that I feel that when you're talking to people and uh-huh. um you know everything's normal for them and that's great i'm happy that they don't have this cloud over their their lives and not necessarily like a cloud of like i live in depression or anything yeah. but like just this this cloud that just surrounds you of like you no matter how much joy you're feeling um there's still like reminders everywhere right. and so it's it'd be interesting to and and you know if i have people over to my house they don't, they don't remember Lacey standing in front of the stove, making dinner for me or whatever, you know, like just the little things like that, that, um, they just constantly like, Mm
2: -hmm. so anyways,
1: it'd just be interesting to hear her words. I know she's very, very Mm -hmm. talented and, um, it'd just be cool to see what she wrote. Um, you know, what it's like for her to express those feelings. So yeah, I'll ask
0: her if we can do that. And speaking from experience, Moving was one of the best things I did for my really. Kid. Oh, yes, because I had flashbacks every day of him dying like every day the death scene went through my head where he died. I have memories everywhere. Yes, there were good memories too, and I did cry when I sold it. It was hard, but starting in a place like I think it makes me miss him less because he never lived in this house. Mm-hmm. I don't have any memories of him in this house. The kids don't have any memories, which you know, there's some sad in that too, but. It's a fresh start. I think you're going to love it. I'm sure you will have mixed emotions when you leave. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I walked through crying and just remembering, like feeling guilty about leaving where we had our home and all of it. But right. It was one of the best things. And I know it's not possible for everyone, but just from speaking from experience and I did not wait a year, um, but I had already known I was going to move.
1: And yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of a different situation. Yeah,
0: I knew that I wanted to do that to move closer to my family and all of that. But just being in a new environment, I've told that to people all the time. Like it was one of the best things I did for the grieving process is to move forward, especially if it's the home that your loved one died in. Mm -hmm. um to because that memory and it was such a like i'm the only one who saw him struggle but that memory would always come back to my head right right i mean i can still recall it now but i don't walk by and see it. i mean it was
1: not to be too crass but it was right behind me
0: right and that's where it was for you know on our bed in our bedroom and like just every day seeing that and the whole scene play out again and like it, it was huge for me because yeah, there, I, I changed my bedroom. I changed stuff and, but it was still, the memories were still there. So I think this is going to be so big for you to have a new start. Like I'm really excited for you. Thanks. I'm super excited. It. The more yeah. I think
1: about it, the more excited I'm getting um, just to, I mean, yeah, it just sounds, it sounds, um, you know, I know there'll be, I know how it was when I moved just one County away to here. Yeah. So I moved from everything I knew an hour away and there was a little bit of weird feeling at first, like not knowing the city and not knowing where the things were or whatever, but you figure it out. And then I realized that it was one of the best things that we ever did was move to this house,
2: yeah. um,
1: as a married couple. And so, yeah, I am excited about, it. I'm excited for the new adventure. I'm excited to start a new way of life, you know, yes. um, just all kinds of things like that, that I feel like I just need. And I, I waited, I prayed, I feel like I you know, have weighed out the pros and cons very methodically because, um, there is this, this feeling that, you know, if, if you do this with a spouse, you know, I'm moving across the country. If you do this with a spouse and you realize it's a mistake, that's a mistake that you guys own together. Yeah. And it's, there's something comforting in saying we made a mistake.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's
1: scary to, to possibly admit I made a mistake. Right. Um, but you know, it's like, I I was talking to my mother-in-law and a couple other people and they just were really encouraging and, you know, helping me weigh out pros and cons. And just also like something my mother-in-law said was like, you know, it, you know, it was, it was over a long conversation. So she wasn't just like blunt about it, but, um, she said like, I want you to like, be confident in this. I want you to like, um, you know, just own it, like make it like your decision. And right. it kind of gave me goosebumps as, as she was saying it because I was like, Yeah, like I'm worried too much about what other people think. And I know this isn't on the topic of dating. It's okay. <laughs> but Sounds um, good. it it just I I started getting like excited to like do this on my own and build my own home with my kids because I never would have wanted that, but that's where I am right now. Exactly. And I need to do this, I need to start this new life and right be away from, you know, going to the grocery store and somebody telling me, Oh, you're the guy that lost uh-huh. his wife. I'm like, I don't even know you. you right. know? And my kids are with me. Like, that's such a, it yeah. was really sweet. She was coming from a place of compassion, but it was like, that's weird. Just, just let me right. be a customer. Just let me ring up my groceries and go home. Right. You know? Um. <laughs> so I know a lot of people can relate to that. That is just like, you know, you're, you become this person that like, you have this label on you, you know, of like widowed. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: where everywhere you go, everyone like feels sorry for you. And it's all good, good stuff. You know, they're really sweet people to care. I'd rather that than people don't care, exactly. you know, but yeah. it is, it is kind of exciting. So anyways, back to your point, that's cool to hear you say, cause I am feeling very encouraged and very motivated to do it because the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yes, like, yeah, I want to get out of here. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get out of here. I want a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. You know, I know there'll be difficulties that come with it, but, um, I've, I've, I've put a lot of effort into thinking about it and the pros far outweigh the cons in my mind. And that's, you know, that should tell me something, you know, the biggest, the biggest con is fear.
2: Hmm. And
1: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm trying really hard to not live my life in fear and to just like press forward, you know? Anyways, I'm sorry, I hijacked the conversation. No, (laughs) it's okay.
0: These are real life things that we aren't the only ones dealing with and thinking about moving and just all of it. And so, you know, I think we can offer very unique perspectives to our audiences, being a widow and a widower, facing different things with different ages of kids and all of it, you know? So I would say just like to wrap it up, I think we've answered the question, can you love two people at once? Like romantically love two people at once. The answer is yes. It's just like your heart expanding to love more than one child. You will love them in different ways, you know? And I think it's really important to not compare, mm-hmm. um, especially like when talking to your new person, comparing. I mean, sometimes I'll be like, oh, like Joel is left handed, Luke was left handed. Like I'll say, oh, like oh, Luke was, you know, some things I'll be like, oh, that was like Luke, you know? Um, you're six feet tall, like Luke is six feet tall, like just like little things, you know, but I'm not trying to compare. I mean, I think, okay, honestly, like sometimes in your head, some things do cross your mind, like whether this is the same or this is different, but I'm not looking to compare one better than the other. They're just mm, different.
1: Just think things you observe it. or whatever. Things yeah. You
0: observe that sometimes you're like, oh, that's, that's the same. Like, I think you would do that in any relationship. Like this is the same as that relationship. Sure. This is different. And, um, just kind of observing that, like, for example, I tend to be a little bit passionate and a little bit like up and down and with my moods and blah, blah, blah. And like, Luke would always be like, you're like, you're like the stock market. You go up and down and I'm just steady. And I, <laughs> and I see that in Joel too. He's the steady one. And he's the one who's like, I'm boring. You're fun. You make my life fun. And Luke would always say that Luke would always be like, life is never boring with you. And like, you, you make me have fun. And Joel's like saying the same things to me. And so I can see like the similarities and the personality types. Mm-hmm. I, because I need that. I need a steady person to keep me on track when I'm like all over the place with my emotions and how I feel. And, you know, like I have noticed this, like, so I would be like, Luke, aren't you excited? And he'd be like, this is me excited. And was, <laughs> Joel did the same thing. I'm like, Joel, aren't you excited? And he's like, this is me excited. Like they just don't have the big ups and downs like I do. And that's the type of person I need, (laughs) like someone who, and that's how my dad is. Like, he's very steady and always helped bounce, like help me, you know, it's just like, that's the kind of person I need in my life.
1: Well, it's like the great theologian Paula Abdul said, opposites (laughs) attract.
0: (laughs) Could you please sing that for us? Opposites attract. I
1: think that's Paula Abdul, isn't it? I think so. I you think
0: better, so. you better look that up real quick. Oh
1: gosh. You look All it right. up while I'm
0: talking because you know it's going to okay. bother. It's going to bother our audience. It's going to bother
1: us. Yes. If Especially if I'm know. wrong. They're like, no. I don't know.
0: No. They're like, Mark, I thought you knew these. I know. Opposites right? attract. But, anyways, I'll text right. you. am sorry. You, while you look that up. um, I, You know, I think it does like naturally happen. You think something's the same or different, but like, I need a certain type of person to be compatible with and like, he, him and Luke have some of those things in common. So I do appreciate that.
1: No, that is a good thing. And yes, it was the great theologian. Paul nice. <laughs>
0: You did it. Good job. Um, it.
1: But yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting though, to, because it's true. They are just observations. You're not comparing.
0: Yes. Right. Exactly.
1: Because that's not fair to right. the new person, so to speak. Right. Um, especially if it's like, in a negative light, you know, if you're like, oh, well, he used to do this for me or whatever, like you can't do that. And it's always been something important to me. Well, not always, (laughs) but, you know, since I decided that I, you know, was interested in dating again, it was very important to me that I never felt made somebody feel like second best. Um, I may have done that unintentionally sometimes, hopefully not, but, um, it was very important to me because that's just so unfair to like Mm -hmm. make somebody feel like second best. Um, So I never wanted to do that. But, um, you know, you might have your feelings inside about, oh, I liked that he did this better. I like that, you know, for me, I like that she did this better or whatever, or, oh, I like that she does this or whatever. But, um, you know, you just like you said, you have to be willing to accept that it's something totally new and different. And that's sometimes Mm -hmm. where a struggle can come from is you're so used to especially, I mean, compared to some of our audience, we were still babies in our marriage.
2: Mm -hmm,
1: Um, so some of these people that have been married for like 40 years plus, they're like, no, like, you know, I mean, that would be like impossible to not compare because this was my life, you know? And so it's, it's, uh, it's just kind of an interesting road we're walking down here, but yeah, I, I agree with you and fully concur that, yeah, you absolutely can love two people at the same time. Um, and you know just to give some people encouragement out there and hope that are kind of wondering what this next chapter of your life's going to look like um and wondering a lot of the things that we've discussed that we've been through um that yeah you absolutely can love someone again and if you're still in that phase where you don't even want to think about it um you know that that That's very okay. likely could change over time and it's absolutely okay but don't yep. don't let get like I did where you think about Never loving somebody again and letting it like discourage you because it used to bring me to a very dark and lonely place where I would right. just think like I'm gonna be alone forever. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's also it's also scary when you have young kids for right. you know, I and mean, it's scary for all ages, but I'm just thinking right. from my experience, yeah. It's scary when you have young kids because you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm raising these kids by myself now,
2: right? Like it's from now lot. on. And mm-hmm.
1: and not only that there is so many things that I don't know how to do that Lacey did, but there's just so many things that she was extremely better than me at, um, that I was like, oh my gosh, like, like for example, homeschooling, I've been trying my best to homeschool Mm -hmm. my kids and I'm doing the best I can, but I'm like, man, Lacey would have been so good at this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's just those things too. But so, yeah, if you're in that place of feeling like I'll never love somebody again, Um, don't let yourself spiral down that road too, too much because I was there. I was 100% convinced I would never love somebody again. I would never be with anybody again. And things change, you know, your feelings change. People change. Sorry. (laughs) Good
0: job. (laughs) You know how I am.
1: I'm sorry. So a line pops in my head. Um, but you know, just to know that things change, your, your feelings change, whether, no matter how strongly you feel about something right now, you may not feel that way in six months. Michelle and I have encountered that with each other a lot. Cause we've yeah. known each other. What about a year now?
0: Yeah. I mean, we met like a year and a half, like, but really started getting to know each other about a year ago. It was uh, like January of last year. So, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, so we've seen each other go through a lot of different, yeah. um, phases and philosophies and thoughts mm-hmm. and, I, gosh, I bet if you listen back to some of our early podcast episodes, you'd True. see the difference because um, yeah. we've been doing this for. Since sorry, May. you're so much better with the timeline. Oh my it gosh, you even remember the month? That's May amazing.
0: the fourth, because I remember it was like May the fourth. Be with you. It was May fourth. Wow, I don't Not know how I the remember date. that. So June, wow, July, August, that's November, impressive. October, November, December, January. Whoa, we are on month eight already.
1: Wow, really? Eight
0: months. Tomorrow will be eight months. Crazy. Wow, I, time flew.
1: Yeah. It's like we
0: just literally started and we had like a really bad sound system. So if you go back to the first yeah. few episodes, it sounds really horrible.
1: I know that in the first, so in the episode where I tell my story, the first episode, there's this about 15 <laughs> seconds of just like, first the like microphone like <laughs> speeds up super fast and then yes. it just goes silent for like 10 seconds.
2: I'm well, like, yeah, I wonder how many great. people
1: got to that point and they're like, oh, it must be over.
2: <laughs> yeah. But we were know. learning,
1: you know, we were learning Thanks. how to do it. Yeah. So it's, you know, we got much higher quality. We've dropped some serious dough on Amazon trying to get better (laughs) equipment. Um,
0: Yes. And it's been great. Like it has, what an experience. How many countries are we in now? Last I counted 42 countries. That's insane.
1: 42 countries. Thank you. Listeners. Yes.
0: Listeners. Thank you. And like you know that's really our goal with starting this is like, hey, we've got these unique widow and widower perspectives. We want to help other people, and so thank you for the people that've given us feedback and let us know that this is helping you. You know, it's also helping Indeed. us. It's kind of like a counseling session. I mean, like we talk through our right. stuff, and like, are able to to share our stories and know that they're helping others. And it's been an amazing, amazing experience. And by the way, happy New Year, everybody! Twenty twenty-two. Yeah.
1: Happy New be, Year. It's
0: gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a great year. It's it also, is. you know, a little weird for me going into a new year without Luke too. It just feels a little weird. Mm-hmm. It's just a know, like it's
1: it is because I I realized that the other day as I was like, "Whoa, like Lacey never was in one day of 2021. Like yeah. she never yeah. experienced 2021."
0: Luke, right. yeah.
1: It's just it's the yeah, those things are weird. The, and I remember thinking that last year New Year's like, "Whoa, she's she's never going to experience this year." And it's just I don't know, it's not like I mean, that happens for everybody that passes. It. Yeah. You know, it's like that's when time stops for them and God knew that time. But it's just weird. Like there's some things like that that you just
0: Well, even when you know, we were talking about Luke's birthday, I was to the kids, I was like, you know, he would have been 42, and I mean 44. And Peyton's like, but he was 42. I'm like, well, that's when he died, he was 42. But if he was alive today, he would mm-hmm. be 44. It's just a weird, like, you know, he's frozen yeah. in time at that age forever, because he never got any older. It's weird. Yeah. And yeah, this I will never be, thought about that. this will be the first year. I mean, except for I'm really 29, but let's pretend I wasn't. This will be the first <laughs> year in March that I will turn older than he was when he died, which
2: is oh, because
0: he was 42 and
2: yeah, I'm 42.
0: And
1: you're 29. Currently.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> if I had an age and it was 42, then I would be turning a little bit older than him this year. So I don't that's know that's
1: weird. I never thought about that because I was older than Lacey. Yeah. So.
0: You were always like way older.
1: Yeah well take it easy with the way <laughs> older <laughs> I'm mean, like way older
0: <laughs> no were you like anyways no yeah I was six, six years seven. old Just teasing.
1: I was totally older than her
0: yeah yeah and I was I'm always younger than life yeah
1: it's it's so crazy for me total topic change but I, I wanted to look this up um, it's crazy for me to look at all these countries that are people yeah. listening so somebody listened from Belarus right? somebody listened from Turkey French Polynesia oh my goodness um, you know, there's Bahamas, Japan, but like some of these ones that are like Thailand, that's a newer one, Romania. It, it's just, wow. we're so grateful for all you guys, like yes, spending time listening to us. Um, it's just incredible. I see all these countries and some of them um, I never even heard of, but this person must be listening a lot because they jumped way up the list. The Republic of Moldova.
0: Never heard of that.
1: Never heard of that either. Yeah. Um, but usually when that happens, I'll like go on Google and look it up and try to like nice. see where it is in the world. Um, but I just find it so fascinating that you guys want to listen to us and
0: I know we're really
1: grateful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank it's you know, obviously we we're not, you know, getting paid to do this or anything, but we're it's not. just it's still um <laughs> it's just still inspiring and it's and very it pushes us to keep doing it when we get these messages that we're helping yes. you guys and stuff and Um, so you know in in closing like we mentioned a little bit ago um, but Michelle and I can't stress enough that we would love to have any of you on as guests
2: yes yes um, to
1: tell your stories tell it or tell us come and tell us where you disagree with us not in a confrontational way but just where like things you have different experiences than us and because as a community we want to help people. And, you know, we've expressed before that we can help people so much better when there's more people that others relate to. Like Michelle, you mentioned um, getting a message that somebody related to a guest we had.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's always like so encouraging for us that we're doing this ministry. And it's, we felt led from the beginning that God wanted us to do this, even though I was like afraid (laughs) Um, I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like nobody wants to listen to me. Um and maybe they don't, maybe they're here for you. But <laughs> nah,
0: I think it's both of us. <laughs>
1: but you know, it is it is interesting to just look back in gratefulness that we did start this because of all the encouraging yeah. messages we've got. So yeah. um, anyways, yeah. Any final thoughts on loving uh, multiple people at once? <laughs> that sounds bad, you it know does what I mean. Sound bad.
0: <laughs> um, just that it's possible and but, but yet you don't have to, I don't want people to feel like you have to love yeah. someone that some people never want to be married again. And that's okay. We're doing it again. So totally wherever you're that. at, like, that's my big thing I've been stressing too, like on, on TikTok too, is that wherever you're at is okay. If you want to love again, great. If you don't, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, Weird. and it's, you know, just, it's been a beautiful experience and I'm so thankful. I took this risk of, I mean, first of all, it's long distance, which is super hard, And then, um, then just loving again is hard (laughs) and putting yourself out there. And like, it's so scary, but it's also so exciting. And Hmm. I would rather be here with, yeah, my heart is risked right now, but I, you know, and I pray about it all the time and I feel total peace about this relationship and we pray together about it. And that's great. You know, like we pray every night and like, really just ask God to like for direction and everything. And. Um, I know that if it's right, it will continue to work towards like us having a future where we can live in the same area, not across halfway across the country. Yeah. And so anyways, I just want, it'll happen. It'll happen in its own time and just being patient. And, you know, it's a lot because you've got your kids. That's a huge part of this. Sure. How that's going to affect them. Anyways, the point is, yes, you can love two people at once. I love Luke and I love Joel. Mic drop. That's the truth. Um
1: and wow. I'll just say I don't know Joel but he sounds like a really really incredible man and he is like I really feel like um you know just like the way you talk about him explain him I'm like I would be good friends with that dude. I like think so. I can just tell you Maybe will he doesn't be. use the word dude but nope, not um, so
0: much. No.
1: <laughs> but um no that would I was going to say bloke but no that's like more like like British. Right, yeah,
0: not, not Brazilian, <laughs> like, Brazi-
1: yeah. I don't know what they call what do they call? Dudes. What they dudes? Sure, I'll you ask know. him. What do you, what do you say,
0: dude? Probably just in-
1: guys or something. But in- so, on that note, funny, totally random. <laughs> um, so you and I have talked about actually on air, okay. Um, when I talked about a beanie, you oh, wear yeah. a beanie on your head for work, oh, yeah. and you <laughs> said no, it's a cap, and I said no, a cap is like a baseball cap, and you said no, that's a hat. So, yes. different you, you know, geographically, wherever you are, they say different things. So, in Tennessee. I asked this woman, hey, how much for the beanie? She like we went to this little flea market and she like handmade these um, beanies. Mm-hmm. And she's all for what? I'm all the beanie. <laughs> and she's all that's a toboggan. Toboggan.
0: A that's a sled. Toboggan.
1: So they I, that's what I said. I'm all no, that's the <laughs> thing you slide down the mountain on. So no, that's a sled. That's what? Funny. So yeah, they call beanies toboggans so
0: that is hilarious. That was pretty,
1: and so i had to tell her the story i'm like, i know this girl from washington and we got into a debate whether it was a beanie or a cap so i think she'll be happy to hear that or you know think it's funny to hear that it's called a, a toboggan
0: i don't think i said cap i think i said hat I
1: oh said did you say hat. hat whatever i thought you said cap either way
0: So because i called it a hat like you know like a hat. i had the same discussion with joel when he was out here and we were at the mountain and he bought me a new beanie uh uh-huh. It's a hat. No stocking what does he cap. Call it? Stocking cap. That's stocking what I call it. Stocking
1: cap. Um, right. He okay. calls it a beanie. Okay. And, yeah. Go Joel. But then even on
0: his family that live out here, they called it beanie too. I'm like, no, it's a stocking cap. And I was in Walmart the other day. I almost I should take a picture. And it it was a stocking cap, and it said beanie, in Washington. Oh, I was like, really? What? They are wrong. They are wrong. They are wrong. Walmart is wrong. Walmart's wrong. It's a stocking cap. But anyways, that's very so
1: audience let us know what do you call it is it a Uh, toboggan is it a stocking cap is it a beanie you
0: know what you can add a poll i might push the button that says add a poll i'm gonna do two two polls on this (laughs) if i can figure out how one is um do you believe you can love two people at once and Mm -hmm. stocking cap or beanie serious not serious
1: or other don't forget that yeah (laughs) or other other Other. okay so i'm gonna
0: see if i because i just saw that today that you can add like add a poll to this episode
1: Oh, might interesting. Be,
0: might be interesting. Anyways, let's wrap it up. You want to close this yes. out in prayer?
1: Sure, absolutely. Okay,
0: all right, let's do it.
1: <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you so much again for this time. Um, we thank you for new love for Michelle. What a beautiful thing to see mm-hmm. unfold. It's just <laughs> been awesome to see. Um, and I pray that you would bless them in their relationship. Um, I also pray for all others out there, whether they are in a new relationship, they're considering starting one, they don't want to be in one. I just pray that you would comfort their heart wherever they're at um, and strengthen any relationship that they may be in. Um, I pray for new beginnings. I pray for this new year that you would Mm -hmm. bless us all walking through this new season that we would just all draw closer to you. Mm -hmm. Um, which is the most important thing on this entire planet. This entire world is just us drawing close to you. And I pray, um, for myself and Michelle and all those listening that we would just be able to draw close and, and be covered by the Holy spirit. Um, that he would just dwell in us and just help us be people Mm -hmm. who love and um, are just constantly looking for ways to spread your kingdom to the world. Um, We thank you again for this opportunity and all the blessings that you bestow upon our lives. The most important one is your son, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thanks everybody for joining us this first episode of
1: 2022. (laughs) <laughs> that <there it> is <laughs> That's like, pretty good tag team back again, like again check the direct them like, let's begin i couldn't even keep going Whoop, with <laughs> i'm trying
0: to see the words
1: <laughs> that was great no that was good
0: it was good good times um anyways um if you like this episode if you could give us a little big five stars on apple podcasts or anywhere you listen if you really like it you want to do a little review that'd be awesome to get the word out so more widows can have hope for their future. Again, if you'd like to be a, um, what's it called? Guest. My <laughs> words, they're not person. happening in person. like to be a guest on this podcast. Please email us at widowed2 with the number two, widowed too soon m at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on Instagram, widowed too soon underscore, yes, underscore. Also Facebook group. A lot of people are joining it. Um, widow too soon.
1: <laughs> Facebook famous.
0: Facebook famous. Don't forget to check out my TikTok at widow goals. You'll find some entertainment.
1: Dancing and in boot barn.
0: Boot barn. Yes, I did dance in boot barn. <laughs> I think I told you they like banned like some of my videos because I was too high up on things.
1: So <laughs> did I tell you that? No, you told yes. me that people were talking about no, it. No, I
0: got two of my videos got banned. One of them was like a jumping off a bridge video um, that it was like dangerous acts. And the oh other one-
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: yes, and if you get banned too many times they take down your account, so I have to be careful. Then I did another one. So my parents have a chicken coop that looks like a barn and I was yeah. like that far off the ground and I did a dance on top of it and they banned it and I wasn't allowed to post for a couple of days.
1: Oh my, oh. Gosh, <laughs> yes. oh my gosh! Serious? Dangerous acts. Oh my gosh! So no more dancing on the counter. No, I don't <laughs> or, really. Or bar stool. so the the falling no. off a of bar stool is never no. going to happen.
0: No, I mean they didn't <laughs> take those videos down, but I'm trying not to do one no, where yeah, up very high because I'm afraid of getting banned, and I don't. Yeah, want that would that. suck. Yeah, so try to keep it down low. That's I'm but...
1: sorry. That's such a sidetrack, but I'm sorry. That was just like <laughs> what, like
0: yeah That's not it's not dangerous oh my
1: god, it's
0: a real thing it's a real thing so wow i get it they don't want you're gonna encourage other things. widows
1: to go get up on top of barns
0: i know and it was a <laughs> chicken, chicken coop. coops it was not yeah. that high off the ground Yeah, I, really I actually
1: like, remember that it was like yes. four feet off the ground yes
0: <laughs> i'm like are you are you kidding me but whatever yeah you don't want to have you don't want to
1: encourage anybody to stub their toe
0: I know, That'd right. Be terrible.
1: So Anyways, hey, real quick yes. before we end, okay. Can you tell people real quick how simple it is to be a guest?
0: Simple. You email us. No, email. I mean as far <laughs> as
1: like once what like once you oh, get yeah, you yeah, know, yeah.
0: Like because I know some
1: people are afraid of it.
0: Yeah, it's really or might easy. think this is
1: live or something, you know. Yeah,
0: we just usually do a preliminary preliminary conversation just to kind of like hear your story, like, um, tell us a little bit, you know, make sure we're kind of like on the same page with what we want to talk about. And then it's really easy. The three of us get on a zoom we send you a zoom link and it is not live. So if there's something you don't like, we can like take it out. Um, and we just say, we're having a conversation, like, tell us your story. Like, it's really that simple. And mm-hmm. it just feels like we're having a conversation, and then we just put it on air. So if you want to do that, we would love, love to have you as a guest. Don't be shy. You know, sometimes looking at you, Linnea. Linnea, <laughs> you listening? You listening? Oh, that's gonna be fun when she's like, because I think she listens to all the episodes. Uh, um, that'll be fun when she tells. She's been she awesome. Listens. She
1: has an incredible story. I'd love to. I'd love to yeah. have her. Um, she told me before that she's like a little nervous to do it, right, but um, right. so I kind of was thinking about that when to say that there's nothing to be nervous about. Mm-hmm. That Do we're you remember just, you know, how
0: nervous you were before our first episode? Oh my aired?
1: gosh. Yeah. You're like, are I, you ready? I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on. No. Hold on. No,
0: you were so nervous, but yeah, you knew that it would help a lot of people yep. and it did. And it continues to help people. So your story, you know, people listening out there, your story could help others. So just think about it, pray about it. And we'd love to have you. So I think that's it. I think Word. we're, we're good. we Talked for a long time today, but this is a really important issue. And I think it's just good to be real, keeping it Mm -hmm. real. Didn't we do an episode called Keeping It Real?
1: We did. We did. did. And now we're going to do part two soon called Keeping It Real, Real.
0: Real, real. And then we'll do Keeping (laughs) It Real,
1: Real, Real. We could just expand upon that forever.
0: All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next time. Thank you. God bless. Bye.